This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Good evening. Um, Kat and I are with you this evening on Joy 94.9, joined by a very special guest, uh, Gemma. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, Dystopical is a debate and a reflection on what matters to queer women in our community. Now, usually Kat and I have been pretty faithful to, um, you know, discussing issues that are directly relevant to queer women. And we've decided after um, a little discussion and a little thought that we'd start expanding and, you know, talking about things that were of interest to us outside of our directly queer lives. Because, you know, we have interests outside of those things. Well, oh. Uh, I do, and hopefully, other people, <laughs> and hopefully other people do too. So um, tonight, since we had our colors red recently, um, yes. we'll be talking to Gemma about um, how that works. Now, Gemma um, used to work um, with your mother, I believe, like uh, as a practitioner. Yeah, my mother's um, an orosoma color therapist. Um, yeah, so that's how I kind of got into it. And you've um, done a course on it. Um, you've run some um, stalls at Mind and Body Spirit Festivals and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, we'd love to talk to you about that in just a sec. But Kat, tell us about this Orosoma Look, stuff. I'm really excited, um, especially, you know, coming from a, a starting point of being, um, as you both know, a bit of a, bit of a cynic, uh, I guess, originally about anything that I would consider to be, um, you know, new agey. Um, however, um, I, I have been converted. Uh, so... A little bit of background, I guess. Um, Orosoma um, has been described as um, a non-intrusive, self-selective soul therapy. Um, It's about self-understanding as well. Um, And look, I mean, it doesn't really matter um, what your perceptual framework is. Um, You can be like me and be a little bit um, cynical about about New Age stuff um, or not. Um, There's lots of different ways of, of looking at colour therapy and understanding colour therapy. You can look at it in a new age kind of, you know, connecting the, the soul with the body kind of way, which is not really new age. It's been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Um, it's kind of, I guess, originally a, a Vedic tradition. Anyway, I'm a dork, so I will keep going. <laughs> um, uh, but So you can look at it in a, in a kind of spiritual way, but you could also look at it, um, you know, through a lens of, um, you know, something like quantum physics, which appeals a little bit more to people like me. Um, but, but not to me, but please continue. Yeah, well, okay, so if you, if you think about it this way, all matter is light that vibrates at different frequencies, okay? Um, so basically uh, at the cellular level, humans are light we're like bio photons and we take in and we give out light so even from a scientific perspective uh, color therapy makes a lot of sense and so regardless of how you look at it what your perceptual frameworks are what your biases are um, we actually already know it's kind of a given that um, we we tend to use color therapeutically 
anyway, even if um, it's not some kind of organised system. Um, and we use it in our lives. We're attracted to certain colours. We hate other ones. Some make us feel uncomfortable. And those uh, things change, you know, on, on a daily basis. They change on a weekly basis. And some colours you're attracted to for your whole life and you don't really know why. You know, I might love red while someone else, you know, is... Can't stand it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and those, as you said, that, that can shift. Mm. There are certain colours that I used to love that I don't anymore and, and ones that, that I just actually want to have in my house all the time. Mm. Um, so I guess something like um, Orosoma colour therapy is just a much more systematic way of understanding our connection to colour and exactly what it, it can do for us. Right. Beautifully put. Well, thank you very much. Alright, well we're going to play you a couple tracks and when we get back we'll start getting into what all this stuff means and what it is. Alright, welcome back. You're listening to Dystopical on Joy 94.9. Now, um, we are talking about Aura Soma Color Therapy today, but just before we get to that, um, we were just listening to Close to Me by The Cure, and um, a new song put out by uh, Melbourne artist Jade Leonard. It's called Five Star. Now, Jade Leonard is... um, He's an Australian singer, pianist, um, who specializes in original contemporary and jazz music. And um, a cool thing about her, I guess, is that she um, doesn't um, put out music anymore on CDs. Um, but she does um, most of her music you can find digitally um, because that reflects our commitment to the environment and waste reduction. So you should, be able, to, you should be able to find our music on iTunes. Thank you, Jade Leonard, for that. <laughs> so as Perrin said, tonight we're talking about uh, Orosoma Colour Therapy um, with our very special guest, Gemma. Um, now, if you've got anything that you would like to ask or any comments um, or any you know amazing information that you'd like to pass on, uh, during the show you can text us on 0427-JOY949. You can Facebook us at Dystopical, which is D-Y-S, T-O-P-I-C-A-L You can email us at dystopical at joy.org.au or you can use the smartphone Joy app You can download it for free and send comments straight from that So Gemma, hi and welcome to the show Hello, thanks for having me guys (laughs) So, um, alright, I'm going to ask you lots and lots and lots and lots of questions about um, Orosoma Um, But I guess one thing that I found really interesting when I, I did a bit of research about it um, was that the person that developed this system um, was actually um, clinically blind. blind yeah, which, is, re- which yeah. is really interesting. So can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, where did it come from? How was it developed? Sure. Where's it at now? Definitely. So um, I guess I won't go too mu- into too much detail because, you know, there's a lot of information out there on Orosoma and you kind of just want to start at the beginning and... and uh, and everyone's journey into it is really different. Mine is, I'm really passionate about it because, um, you know, it's helped me so much in my journey and we've all got stuff and we've all got, you know, issues and it just helped me to identify some of the key issues in my life and to work through them. Mm. Um, it's you know, just given me a base to actually, you know, process information and process, you know, emotions and that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, kind of going back to where it started, um, Vicky Wall was the founder of Orosoma. She was actually an alchemist, so as in a pharmaceutical alchemist, like extracting oils and chemical, you know, very, you know, smart, scientific 
lady based yeah. in science to start with. Um, and as her life progressed, she got progressively blind um, until she was eventually diagnosed as legally completely blind. Um, she found that when she was working with the materials that make up these, you know, orosoma, which are, they are essentially um, bottles, glass bottles of colour essence. Um, what makes up the colour essence is herb and flower essences, um, which some people will be familiar with, um, crystal essences and essential oils. Um, when she found that she was working with the raw materials and doing the extracting of the essences that even though she was blind she could see the color she could perceive what colors she was working with based on what the essences were so you know like violet of amethyst um violet of lavender when she was working with these that's what she was perceiving so she realized you know um that color had this amazing energetic effect um you know based on the different materials that she was using so she started developing uh bottles for herself to use on her body to treat some things that she had obviously she was a woman of a great amount of illness and a lot of suffering in her life um and she she created them solely for the purpose of treating her own you know kind of mental emotional physical ailments um and as she kind of went along her friends started you know what's that what have you been using you know blah 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 and she passed a few bottles on to a few different people and as it kind of went along um you know the feedback was all really amazing and they were like can you do something for this and can you make a bottle for this and you know everyone just kind of caught on really quickly and started um you know really loving you know the the bottles and what they were about so that's kind of how it all started so um like today, just there was recently in July a bottle birthed again. Um, that takes it to 109. There's 109 um, coloured bottles made up of these amazingly extracted essences um, and each of them have a different colour combination. They're essentially oil over water, so they make up um, two different colours. In some cases, it's all the same colour. Um, yeah, they're really phenomenal when you see them in they're real life. Beautiful they're beautiful. They're beautiful, yeah. yeah. Now, um, so, so what is this about? Um, or a summer color therapy. <laughs> Look, it's really different for everyone, but the the basis of what color therapy is about uh, is that color is a language. Um, color has its own language in psychology, based in um, you know based in psychology and based in energy, whatever understanding that you're more comfortable with. Um, but that color has its own language, and we use color in our lives every day. We respond to color emotionally, um, we respond to it physically and mentally, and we often don't even realize that we're doing it. So what Orosoma aims to do is to connect you to the language of the colour so that you can use it as a self-awareness tool to find out what's going on with you um, and to actually physically interact with colour and work with colour in a way that can change your energetic makeup. It can actually help you get through things and process things and process emotions and actually support you, um, you know, if you surround yourself with certain colours to get through, you know, whatever that colour's issue is that you need to work through. So you don't have to just utilise these these bottles. You can utilise colour in your life generally. That's exactly right. I mean, or um, Vicky, you know, the bottles are vibrational. So, you know, some people understand what that means in that they're, they're essences of oils and crystals and herb and flowers. So they work on a vibrational le- level with your energy field. Um, they found that when they actually took these coloured bottles and applied them to, on people and took before and after aura shots which you know everyone everyone's gone and had an aura shot at some kind of 
festival. I, I have You should probably do that. It's a really interesting, fun kind of thing. You know, it's I've been around. I've always been tempted, but I'm such a skeptic. Oh. That, um, I'm just like, yeah, no. Aura mm. photos is one of the things they can't disprove because it's different with every individual that steps in front of the camera. And the technology is so amazing and so advanced. They actually can't disprove that, you know, that the concept of the energy and the colour and the light, because we're made up of light, yeah. um, is actually real. So they did before and after photos um, of the aura based on pre-wearing a bottle, like putting the bottle oil on you and not. And the auras changed dramatically. And like you changed colour. Changed colour. And you notice an instant dramatic like change in colour in the aura based on using the bottle. So, you know, they actually do work. You can use them on you. But, I mean, Aurasoma, there's a lot involved in the Aurasoma and the equilibrium bottles, but you don't have to, you don't have to invest all that money into using them. You can actually... I mean, it, it's great too, but you can actually just take the the message of the colour and apply it to the way you think about colour and the way you interact with colour and the way you use colour in your life, as in making choices in, you know, your new home or what I'm going to wear today or having a more conscious, you know, effort into, you know, getting that colour to work for you instead of against you. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it just... <laughs> Even being a complete sceptic, I, I mean, it, it, make, it does actually make sense to me. I mean, I'm aware of the fact that we all do utilise colour anyway in our everyday life and we're attracted to certain colours and we all know things like, you know, um, red um, makes you, like, hungry and, yeah. and energetic and, and it's recommended to always have a red wall in your baby's yeah, there's room all because it makes the neurons really f- fire faster and etc cetera, etc cetera. Oh, it's really funny that you say that because so much of the information about the bottles is in is in old kind of mythology like that in kind of our basic framework of colour is not inaccurate it is mm. accurate but this, this system kind of expands on that and gets you to look a little bit deeper um, all the colours work in you know positive and negative and some people don't like to use that term some people like to refer to it as when the colours in balance in mm. you or out of balance in you, um, it can it, it can pertain to a different kind of thing. So for like a basic example, if we want to talk about the colour red, which is, we were talking about it today mm-hmm. earlier, it's a really, you know, popular colour. A lot of people love red. A lot of people are really drawn to red. Um, when colour, when the red is in balance in you and it's something that, you know, is in a good amount of energy around you, you'll be really um, passionate, you'll be really driven, um, you'll be really connected to creativity, you'll be really stable in your physical existence on earth, so you know, you'll have a good understanding of money and of relationships and the way you interact with the world Mm -hmm. Um, Red is like what you would think of red, it's the life blood, it's blood it's the life force energy, it's having the energy to do things and having good energy levels to, you know, be who you are. Um, If your red is out of balance, um, you would be experiencing emotions like anger, frustration, resentment. Um, you would be experiencing those kinds of negative shutdown kind of emotions. Um, it's really interesting. We talk about the traffic light in Orosoma, mm-hmm. um, the red, amber and green, and they are exactly what they mean in the same way in Orosoma. If you're a red person, you're a stop person. When you're talking to a red person, you know because their body language is all blocked off and they're just you know that they're saying, please don't talk to me, I don't want to talk to you. And when you've got issues going on and you're trying to hide something, you'll flash red at them. You don't realise but your energy is actually sparking out 
red energy saying stop please don't talk to me I don't want to be approached That's right so now mm. yeah and when when we're like happy we're in joy we're in a joyful moment and we're kind of easy go lucky and we're really in tune with ourselves and we're open we're gold like the energy is amber it's actually like you know yellow and gold colors which actually mean yeah you know you know come on through you know I could go either way I don't really have you know just you know going with the flow of life and green which is actually centered in kind of our heart area is go I'm ready bring it on I love life. I love myself. I'm connected to everything, to nature, and you know, just bring it. I'll, I'll take whatever you've got to give. So, um, that's like a really basic example of some of the, how the language of the color works. Now, this might be a bit of a naive question, but is there um, such a thing as you know a bad color or colors one should generally avoid, or is there no such thing? There is actually no such thing, and even the colors that you think might be bad contain other colors that like, have positive and negative like gray as- for instance gray yeah. gray is actually considered to be like on the there's this color in orosoma called deep magenta um and it's actually contains all of the colors but with very little white so it's very dark and anything black or gray can be considered deep magenta now deep magenta is a very grounded version of all the colors so even if you're wearing black or grey, you may not be shining a lot of light onto who you are, but you definitely still have all the colours. Well, I was going to ask you about black because it is the quintessential Melbourne colour. You know, we're surrounded by black. Um, everyone wears black. You and I are actually both wearing black right now. And probably 90% of the people that I saw today were wearing black as well. What does that say about Melbourne? It's tr- it's true. It's actually true. But what you'll notice is they're not always in all black. Black is a, as a basic understanding in, in Orosoma. It can be taken in two ways. One, um, that people, the people wearing black are seeking to be invisible. They're seeking to blend into the crowd. When people wear colour, it's a statement. Um, and people who choose or make the choice to wear black kind of want to fade into the background. Um, the other thing is you can choose to see it as as clear as like a blank canvas um there's this clear of a clear is really interesting in orosoma people there's a common kind of phrase coined around it that um is are you a window or a mirror um you guys can kind of mull over what you think that means but if i'm a mirror i reflect all light and i reflect everyone else that comes in contact with me so i don't let anyone in and i actually just project what you're giving to me straight back at you Mm -hmm. um it's kind of a red do you know what I mean but I'm clear when you're a window you let people see you you let people in you let the energy flow between you know two people um and black is kind of like a clear over clear it's kind of seeking invisibility but it's also clear over clear a lot of people who wear black are a window I'm sorry a mirror they're not letting anyone see who they really are but I will have a glance around the next time you're wandering on the street and see people wearing black will express themselves in colour in some way. Lips, red lipstick, red hair, green hair, um, mohawk. Do you know what I mean? Like people still express themselves through colour. Okay. Now is, um, so is Orosoma colour therapy something that's sort of in isolation to everything else or can you use it um, as part of a larger way of, you know, living your life? Um, in a larger way, Farine. <laughs> um, it's really interesting. Orosoma is one of the most integrated kind of new age um, modalities 
out there. Um, it, it kind of encompasses numerology, the tarot, each bottle, like 109 bottles, they all have a number, so they all vibrate, and, and if you relate to numerology, you can relate to the colour that way. Um, they all correspond to a tarot card um, as well, so if you understand tarot, you can also then tune into Orosoma through your understanding of tarot. Um, and even deeper, it goes in and in and in, and it, it relates to the Kabbalah and the Tree of Life, and it goes really, really deeply. But as a basic introductory coming to use it as a self-awareness tool it's actually just the language of color and understanding you know the color that we we use in in the world now someone actually phoned in to say that they think that colors are subjective uh not absolute what would you say to that um i would totally totally agree with you um these these coloured bottles that are a colour, and I know what you're saying there, I've studied fine arts, I know that different portions of different um, light and dark and black and white can make different colours on a spectrum that's absolutely infinite. I totally relate. Um, but these are these are Vicky Wall's impressions of colour um, and they're based on a vibration and, and an energy. So when each colour essence that she was creating became a certain colour, she couldn't see it, but she could feel that it would vibrate at a certain level. So I would say we're working with different levels of colour um, and different vibrations in colour and that, yes, it's subjective, but um, it's the way you interact with it. And within the spectrum of Orosoma, there are there are darker shades of colours and there are lighter shades of colour. And I guess even if it is subjective and relative, I mean, you could make an argument um, that what I see as blue, you might see as pink, say, for example, and we it, can't know. I guess what's important is, you know, what are you attracted to and why are you attracted and to And however it? you see it, and that's yeah. what's going to hold meaning for you. And I just want to put out there that when you see all the bottles together, you cannot mistake one colour for another because the spectrum that the Orosoma has drawn up is so nicely defined in its beauty. People that walk up to the, the bottles that are usually in a light box, like lit from behind, are just overawed by the colour. And once you've seen an Orosoma orange... That's what orange looks like to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and red you, is yeah. really red. So um, it's kind of idiot. It's definitely relative. Um, but, you know, it's something when you see the bottles all together, because a lot of the combinations combine to two colours, um, you get to understand their interpretation of the colour. And so even if it is subjective to, to people in terms of, you know, what they physically perceive i think that there actually are fairly common understandings about colors and what they do i was just thinking then about how um they made it um illegal oh i can't remember how many years ago um so exit signs used to be red um and then a few years ago that became illegal and exit signs now have to be green that's because people associate x like red with stop. stop yes um and so the whole idea of an exit sign is you're supposed to leave. Um, and so I remember I was at Parliament House um, many years ago and um, they had special permission to have red exit signs because in one of the old parliamentary chambers um, because it matched all the decor. That's hilarious. But otherwise, everything has to be green. That's really there interesting. You there mm. you do go. All right, well, we're going to just... Go to some music, and when we get back, um, Gemma, you will be talking to us about um, some some readings that you did for us recently yeah. and how to do those. Yeah, definitely. Welcome back. You're listening to Kat and Farin with a special guest, Gemma, on Dystopical on Joy 94.9. Now, if you want to get in touch with us during the show, you can text us at 0427-JOY-949. You can Facebook us at Dystopical. Uh, you can use a Joy smartphone app. 
Or you can email us at dear.dystopical at gmail.com. Oh, and we were just listening to a little bit of laid back music this evening. And I feel very relaxed. Turn your now. lights down low. That was Bob Marley and What's Love with Shaggy featuring Akon. All right, so tonight we're talking about Aurasoma Color Therapy, um, which I don't know, like, I, I guess it sounds, sounds very new agey and. and but I, I think Gemma's already established it's got a, a pretty solid uh, grounding in science. And I have to say that I'm a convert, even though I am a skeptic about all things that light and airy and, you know, spiritual often. Um, but I, I have to say I, I'm coming around. So what we're going to do now is we're going to get Gemma to explain to us um, what like a, a, a colour therapy session is, like what it it involves what what happens during it what's it for and then what happens afterwards and um try it you know and and you know what how do you do this at home if you don't have bottles and stuff like that you know if i just wanted to be sitting at home listening to the radio show right now how do i sort of pick colors and you know yeah think cool them. let's talk about that um first of all i'll just address um katherine ann's skepticism <laughs> <laughs> um how did we convert you katherine ann we actually gave you a reading and you went oh dear yeah. that's actually scarily accurate it was really spot on oh wow okay um yeah and then you believed me and then you were like oh, tell me more tell me more i'm a convert and i've never ever had anyone that i've done a reading for um actually say to me no that's not me mm-hmm. everyone i've ever read for has gone wow that's amazing that resonated with some of the deepest parts of myself um and i think one of the reasons that it it is that way and one of the reasons it's so powerful and meaningful is because it's self-selective so you walk up to the 109 bottles in a colored stand and you choose the colors that you're attracted to you choose the bottles and the color combinations that you're drawn to that are jumping out at you and then we read the color for you it's not someone pulling cards out of a deck randomly going yeah this kind of means this and and you have no um active you know in the process you're not active in the process whereas with Orosoma you're actually choosing we're not choosing for you so I think that's you're one of the choosing the colors that you're attracted to or that, you're choosing or that the color combinations you, so that speak to you exactly yep. and then we're telling you what they mean and what happens in a, in a gen um, in a general consultation is you would choose four bottles in order so you would choose your first bottle and the way we usually frame it is you you know you're going on uh, a holiday or you're going on to a desert island for around three months and you have to make a kind of a commitment to one of these bottles to take with you so you're kind of coming at it from an emotional kind of it's not just my favorite color of the moment something I actually feel attracted to Mm -hmm. Um, and then you would choose bottles um, in a row so one two three and four separately Um, and then based on which bottle is in which position, so the first, the second, the third, or the fourth, mm-hmm. we would read um, read the colour language for you. So um, each bottle kind of says something different about a different aspect. So the second bottle usually is what colours might be out of balance in you. And that's usually the most interesting bottle. Um, and it's usually the bottle that tells us the most about what needs to be worked through and what colours you need to be working on. So um, maybe you guys can kind of like elaborate a little bit on your consultations. I did one for both Kat and Fareen. I think I've had two now. You have. You've had your second one. Um, oh. And you look already looking at colours so differently. That's actually true. Yeah. And um, I found that um, the second time around, I was interested in completely different colours completely than I was different. the first time. But the, the first colours that you chose actually came through in the reading anyway. And it had shown your progression 
from the first oh, they changed the, places they swapped right, yeah. places around yeah. and it actually tells a really clear story about how you process the issues from the first round of bottles mm-hmm. where they'd gone in your mind and what you'd done and then the second bottle showed all the new energy coming through in completely different colors it was amazing now you'd actually done my you know color reading fairly recently yeah um and you know i tried very consciously to not pick colors that you know i i always love like orange and red um and it and the colors I was picking, you know, were really interesting and not intrinsically aesthetically pleasing to me. But um, looking at this range of colors, they just sort of, you know, popped out. It was very immediately obvious to me, you know, what colors I was, um, you know, attracted to and what was, you know, speaking to me. In that moment. In that yeah, moment. that's exactly. And you could have picked bottles an hour or two hours later and they may have changed slightly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the foundations of the colors would have been there. And that's why anyone who's going to have a reading, you've got to be in a kind of clear frame of mind and you've got to, you've got to be wanting to hear the information that's coming through yeah. so that your intention when you choose those colors is for your purest kind of for the, for the most pure information to come through so I think you were ready at the time and that's why I was willing to do it for you and, and yeah. the results were great the results were actually I must say a little confronting for me um, I think that I wasn't expecting to have such an accurate sort of description of you know what's been happening in my life recently and there's been a, you know a few struggles and things I've been you know sort of working through um, and that came out really really clearly really the, the things that are missing in my life um, the things that I want more of um, that all was you know it was very distinct and it was very clear in the reading much more so than it actually was in my mind Mm. um so when you started talking about those things i was almost taken aback um Mm. about the accuracy of it and the fact that now that this is sort of in in the light of day i need to start doing stuff about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah so you have to kind of be ready for for this as well i suppose so so Gemma, so let's say you don't end up you know purchasing the bottles or whatever okay so you have a consultation um you talk about different colors and and what they mean to you how then after a consultation would i work with those colors in order to help me to affect any changes yeah there are lots of different ways um i just want to first address something freen said the reason that we could pull those colors you were drawn to on a subconscious level and that's why you chose them and then from a subconscious level those colors helped us draw out the information that was lying so deep within you Mm -hmm. just through the basic language now i've known you a little while but i don't know everything about you and i don't know your life in depth but i got a really clear picture of your life situation Mm -hmm. based on the bottles that you picked um back to that was really accurate Mm. because i know farine really well and i was shocked and you were there going wow that's amazing um now with with color um, there's a lot of product available in Orosoma and I'm, I'm happen to be champion, championing Orosoma but it's not the only colour care system out there there are many I don't discredit any of them go for it sample everything try what you like and find what fits you um, Orosoma just happens to appeal to me because of the essential oils and the herb and flower essences yeah. that's all something I really connect to and I really love and myself and it's a multi-sensory thing I guess and it's, they, yeah. smell they smell amazing, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what you can do is once you've had your reading and you've got this new knowledge because that's what Orosoma is for you it's self-awareness and it's just knowledge about about your issues and about what's going on with you and gives you a, a, a more clear conscious um, idea of how to work with colors so for example in your second kind of bottle you would you know there'd be a few colors that you needed to pick out um, and then you could just introduce those into your life in a painting in throw cushions in something you know just bringing more color into your life and wearing it I guess wearing it on your body you know buying oils that that resemble it yeah 
Great. Well, we are just going to play a little bit of music. Um, I really want to keep talking about this. And we have some people, um, you know, emailing us in to, to ask dear dystopical questions oh. about color. So can't wait to, you know, hear your responses to that <laughs> in just a sec. Me too. Welcome back. You're listening to Dystopical on Joy 94.9. Kat and I are joined this evening by Gemma, and we're talking about orosoma color therapy. Um, We've just been listening to the script, by the way. Mm. Break even. Now, um, we are on to the last few minutes of the show, um, and usually we have a section called Dear Dystopical where um, our listeners write in and, you know, ask sort of agony artish questions, and we have a um, someone writing in today to, tell, to ask yeah, a question. Someone, so just to put you on the spot, Gemma, what usually happens in this section is um, if we have a guest in, um, then, then they get to answer the question, because of course it's relevant to you. Yay. So um, here we go, putting you on the spot. Um, So this listener has written in, Dear Dystopical, in regards to colour, often people remark how lovely I look in red, but lately I find that I naturally, without thinking about it, am wearing blue. What are your thoughts? What do you think that that might mean? And that's from Jessie. Hi, Jessie. Um, First, I want to break it down a little bit um, and just talk about... um, Vicky Wall's biggest mantra was, we are the colours we choose. They represent the soul. They represent who you are as a person. So if you love wearing red and you look great in red and you wear it a lot and everyone usually comments, it means you're usually vibrating at a really, like you're putting out a lot of red. Um, when red's in its positive, I'll just draw, draw you back to the bottle. It's bottle six um, and the name of the bottle is energy bottle. Um, so basically, um, as a red person and wearing red, you are full of energy you're full of life have a real zest for life and energy to you know get up and go and do things and have lots of drive usually probably have a really nice kind of vivacious creative passionate uh, disposition and people probably really drawn and to you and attracted to you when you're wearing that color because it brings that out in you um the keynote of the bottle is enthusiasm and love for life um you may be being attracted to blue um because you've had a a shift in energy you might be processing something and you find you might be needing blue in a subconscious way um just to give you a bit of information on what blue is uh it's bottle two it's the peace bottle um it's a really nurturing peaceful um peaceful energy and what you might be craving is after after wearing all that red and being such a vivacious person if red gets out of balance we can become kind of too energetic and and not take enough time out for ourselves and not take enough you know kind of tranquil self-nurture time and that's what you might be craving when you're wearing that blue is just that little bit more peaceful um blue is a beautiful color but the probably the most important thing about blue is it's it's the seat of all of our communication. So for me, if I was reading your color and you were saying to me, I'm wearing so much blue, I don't know what's going on. I would say to you, what do you need to say? What do you need to talk about? Is there something that you're not expressing that needs to be expressed? Are you holding something back? Um, and is there something that you just really need to talk about and get it out? And that's stopping your beautiful, what you are usually red, vivacious energy from coming out. Um, or you could just be really craving that peace and self-nurture. That's really interesting. So, so then how would you then... So if you were to surround yourself with a certain colour, um, which is about to lead into a, another question, but if you were to surround yourself with a certain colour, would, does that kind of help you to create those things in your life? Yeah, it can definitely help you because what colour we talked about earlier is a vibration. It helps to raise your vibration to that colour so that you can then attract 
that what that colour means or what that might mean for you in manifestation in your life. Okay, I understand. Okay, one more question. Um, now this one is, I've been single for ages. Um, is there some way I can utilise colour to bring romance back into my life? It's really funny. It sounds corny, but I get asked this question all the time. <laughs> I'm not surprised. How, you know, every every modality that that's out there, people go, how do I make it? You know, how do I find my soulmate using this? Um, it's one of the most common questions. And I actually answered it really recently for a friend. So when we think of romance, um, like Farine, what colors do you think of? Um, pink, pink, red. red, like all the yeah. Valentine's colors, yeah, all the pink yeah. and red. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. That is definitely where, like red as an... Um, uh, relationship or that soul relationship as a need comes from our red. Our red is our base instincts and our need for physical. So the need for a relationship, the need for sex and the need for love is a red. It's a need of the red. Okay. So it's a red thing. And when you add white to red, what do you get is pink. So, you know, it becomes that base need and then it becomes all light and fluffy and we love, we romance amazing. It becomes really pink. That's what the colors are. But if that's all we're putting out there, if all we're putting out there is red, 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 I want, I need this, this is what I need, um, you can you can will it with all of your might, but you actually have to have the space for it. And when you fall in love, it doesn't happen in your base, you know, the base parts of your life. It happens in your heart. Um, and that brings us to green. Now, what people don't realize is that if you are all red and all pink and all about romance and the idea of romance, which is what red and pink are, um, and you don't connect to romance through a heart space, through mm-hmm. your green, through, through green in your life, then you can't create a space for that to actually manifest in your life. And that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. A lot of people could be putting out their romance, love, I want my soulmate, but actually don't have space for it in their lives. They work too much. They have heaps of friends. They're always busy. They they actually don't have time to meet someone. So what I would say to you is if you're looking for romance and looking for, you know, for love, then you need to actually create space for that in your life and that's with green. So go the green. So what So what would you do? How do you, how would you put green in your life? Make a dramatic change or make a subtle change. Um, buy a green dress, wear it, wear it out, see what happens, see how your energy changes, see how the way you actually start to interact with people is a little bit different. It's going to take you into a heart space. It's going to take you deep into your heart's desires. So it can be really hard for some people to go into that heart space. And some people fall there naturally and really love it. So just experiment with it. Experiment with, with how it makes you feel. If you decide that it's time, it's time that you love, you know, that you really want that person, then just throw heaps of green into your life. And I guarantee you that your heart will open. I'm going to go buy a green cushion. Oh, that sounds lovely. You've been craving green, Catherine Ann. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah. we are almost at the end of our time this evening. Um, thank you so much for being with us, Gemma. Um, and Jesse, who wrote in, says thank you so much, too. That sounds pretty correct. Yay. So, <laughs> so you've been great. Um, it's been fascinating. And I look forward to another color reading very, very Yay, soon. Thanks for having me, guys. And we have information on our website on where you can get more um, information on, on Color Soma stuff, right? It's That's on our Facebook right. page. It is on our Facebook Page. All right, well, stick around for TJ and Keza coming up um, in just a sec on White Noise. Good night. Good night, folks. Good night. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.